Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I've got an interview with Dr. Jacob Bauer, and we are going to discuss how you can uh, really have a great life within this profession, right? You, you don't have to work 60 hours if you don't want to. It's going to take a lot of effort early on, but then you can really design your, your work-life uh, scenario to where you can really enjoy yourself. And, and Dr. Bauer uh, treats a few days a week, and, and on, a, on the other days he's doing a lot of uh, family stuff, fishing, hunting, and just enjoying uh, what he's created as a really thriving chiropractic practice that does not require him to put in an immense amount of hours at this point. And he hasn't been doing this uh, for that long, right? It's not like he's been practicing for 30 years and he's taking uh, steps back. He's been doing this uh, for probably about under 10 years and he's uh, created a great practice, bought some commercial real estate for the practices and really enjoys himself. And I wanted to have this interview with him and this topic because, uh, you know, not everybody is uh, wired the same, right? Some people um, would love this type of lifestyle. Some people want to work 60 hours a week and, and push, 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 and that's fine. So I'm not here to tell you what you need to do, but I want to understand that we have a unique opportunity of being successful, uh, having a thriving uh, practice and really enjoying ourselves with a lot of freedom. And so in this interview, we really try to tease that out of Dr. Bauer. And he does a great job of providing us some insights on on how he's done it, how he manages his time, and some of the uh, tips he'll have for you if you want to really have kind of a uh, lifestyle practice. So here is my interview with Dr. Jacob Bauer. All right. Welcome to the show, Jacob. I really appreciate your time today. We're going to have a nice little twist on being a chiropractor in this episode. I wanted to dive into the the idea that, you know, you can really enjoy life and, and have a lot of free time and still do well in this profession. And I think it's a unique opportunity for us. And so before we, we dive into that, tell us a little bit about yourself personally and professionally, and then we'll go from there. Um, yeah. So my name's Jacob Bauer and the owner of Prime Sports Med in uh, Nampa, Idaho. You know, I have a, a athlete background. My whole family is athletes, and I was a college quarterback. Um, I was at University of Tulsa when Gus Malzahn was coaching there a long time ago. I always had seems like I always had sports chiropractors along my athletic journey, whether it be high school, or college, and I kind of saw honestly, I saw their lifestyle. They seemed to fix me up a little bit better than other people at the time. I didn't know much about why or how. And, and so that's kind of what got me into it. I saw their lifestyle. I liked what they did. I shadowed some of them. And eventually when the sports career was done, I decided, you know, that's what I wanted to do. So went to Palmer West, graduated 2014, and then came home. And, uh, you know, we, I started Bauer Chiropractic and Sports Injury Clinic in 2014. And then we, 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 we started seeing so many athletes. It wasn't like our whole clinic, but we, we saw enough of them that we decided to change our name to prime sports med mm -hmm. and add physical therapy. That was probably 2000 
18, I think we made the switch at 17. And so just kind of evolved. We, we have two clinics, one in Nampa, Idaho, one in Caldwell, Idaho. And we have me, another chiropractor, um, a physical therapist, and we have about five massage therapists and I got 13 employees now. So perfect. Yep. That's nice. And then uh, how did the rebrand grow for you? The rebrand? Yeah. Was it smooth or was there a hiccup? That was, that was about the time I was really starting to study SEO. Mm -hmm. So it was a little bit brutal because we had to, you probably know more than me. It was, uh, we had to take a bunch of steps backwards because all the, all the stuff we did Mm -hmm. um, with Bauer Chiropractic and Sports Injury Clinic with Google, you know, searches and all that stuff. And they kind of told me, and I still thought it was worth it uh, to change the name. I wanted to get, you know, kind of stuff you've been talking about lately on your podcast about trying to back off a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, make it all about me and my hands. And my name was in the, in the clinic. So if I was ever to sell it or get other doctors involved, I just felt like having a name working for prime sports men would be better than working for, you know, Bauer in my name. So yeah, a little brutal. It, it took us uh, a couple of years to get all our SEO stuff mm-hmm. dialed in, but but now, now you're rolling. So that's good. And that's, that's exciting. Yeah. We've, you know, over the last couple of years really worked on changing our marketing strategy towards our practice versus my name personally. You know, I, I've, I've done a lot over 15 years in my community to establish myself as the expert, which, which is fine. Definitely nothing wrong with that for the vast majority of chiropractors. But then as my end game had changed, uh, so did the strategy around it. So I, I see what you're saying with that for sure. You know, I wanted to, I want to tell a quick little story and then we'll kind of roll into it. But the the thing that you mentioned and, and you mentioned lifestyle, that's the purpose of this show. I think I want to just start out by saying for our audiences that you have to put in the work first and and have a lot of things go in a certain direction before you really can achieve that. Otherwise, you're just going to be a, a starving artist and, and not you have to make a living, right? Like this isn't about working a couple of times a week and not making a living. This is about making a very handsome living and also enjoying yourself more than the vast majority of other professions, right? And and but but you always got to start with the end in mind and you got to be true. To yourself. So I want to preface this episode by, by mentioning that and, and telling a little story about it because back in 2010, I opened up my own practice. And then by 2013, we had five different on-site corporate locations that I had. I was going to some, I had other doctors going to. And, and I remember doing the math once where I could have worked about 12 hours a week and made about 10,000 a month. Uh, take home. Right. And I was like, wow, that, that could be a pretty great life. You know, I, I never went that direction because my end game had always been to build, you know, a real business and not just uh, be an hourly type of on-site chiropractic chiropractor, nothing wrong with that, but I was just true to myself. But I, I tell the story because the opportunity was there for me. I think opportunity, unique opportunities do arise for people to wear. If, if being true to yourself is having a really good lifestyle and being um, happy with that and also making a nice living, then um, that's, I think that's something people should strive for. And it sounds like you've been uh, on that path and, and you're getting there. So tell us a little bit about what your, your work life is like. Yeah. You know, 
I, I've been been following, you know, you and your podcast for a while and get a little bit of inspiration from it. I think early on in your career, you kind of, you know, you, you kind of have two different directions. And I was really conflicted a lot with what I should do because I felt like if I could just be, and there's guys that do it really good. There's a, there's a guy that probably sends me a patient every single day. He's in this podunk town. He was the, you know, the best tennis professional that's ever come out of this state. He works about three days a week but everything's with his hands. He has super mm-hmm. low overhead cash practice and he, and he kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I kind of, I had that conflict. Okay. Am I going to do that? And I, and I could, and I think you could make more money doing that in the beginning, but my dream was a little bit to, to get out of it completely. So I could, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do other things. I'm really into my family hunting and fishing. And my, my goal was to create something where I could bring in really quality doctors, pay them really well, and then just focus on the business side. It took me a, a few years to figure out exactly what I, what I wanted. To do. And I've been following people like you and all sorts of mentors out there and seeing how they're doing it. And I think it does take a little bit of hard work to do it, but I just tried to slowly back off. You know, I started out five days, four days, I'm now three. And I really tried to and I've struggled. I've hired a lot of doctors throughout the years and it's, I've learned a lot of lessons. And, uh, but I found if you find really quality doctors and pay them well, there's a lot of doctors that don't want to run the business, right? It's, yep. it's, it's a, it's a headache to run a mm-hmm. business. There's a lot of guys that just want to go treat and go home and get paid well. And so that was my goal is to go find those people that there wasn't a big difference between me and them mm-hmm. and uh, pay them well and establish, you know, a, a great thing. Yeah. And if you're, if you're true to yourself, like I've become with myself and when you get to that point where you realize, you know, my, my calling in this profession isn't to, to treat patients five days a week. If you find yourself in that, um, inherently it could be a struggle to provide the highest level of care for those patients. If you're, if you're just not enjoying it. Whereas if you bring on a doctor that is, is thoroughly enjoying that and really likes that part of it, you actually might be providing that patient with better care by having the other doctor do it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause we get burnt out. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's it, yeah. Anyone, everyone's replaceable, even, yeah. even, even us. It's oh, it's for sure. All right, docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors, and you can sign up for that at bit.ly bit.ly slash propel mcm that is bit.ly bit.ly propel mcm modern chiropractic marketing right and so check out that link and we're going to have you go over five seo secrets to owning the first page of google uh, without buying ads and darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. I'm not sure if you had a chance to, to listen to it yet because it actually just came out yesterday as the time of you and I recording this the interview with Dr. Ray Tuck. And he he's a great example of someone that's, you know, stepped out of patient care. And again, this episode isn't about stepping out of patient care, but he did. 
and and he'll tell you like his he's got quite a lifestyle of just you know a lot of freedom and so it's been nice to to see that. Now let's let's dive back into your your schedule. How many days a week are you treating patients? Three, probably. You know, I have like two two half days and then three. I'd say yeah. three. About three full days, like not full, but when you add them all together, when you add the shifts and yeah. and then uh, you mentioned family. Do you have kids? Yes, I have a nine year old, eleven year old, um, and a wife. And uh, yeah, it's they playing quarterback yet or what? Yeah, my oldest, my oldest is is a is a quarterback, and then youngest is is everything. So that's good. And I so coach, I coach both teams. I'm I coach a basketball. I'm on the Nampa City Council of our of our town. So I'm busy. I'm mm-hmm. super involved in the community, and all that stuff helps. And that's what I wanted to get. I wanted to dive into a little bit. Is is I don't want the misconception that you're lounging around watching TV and eating Cheetos all day when you're not working. <laughs> uh, right. you, you're just involved in your life, and and that includes being able to coach. Probably not missing many games or practices, being involved in the community and your family, that type of stuff, which can really, you know, bring a lot of purpose in in one's life other than just uh, patient care. And so it's cool to see, to see you do that. And then you also mentioned hunting and fishing. Uh, How often are you getting out and doing that? I know some of that's seasonal, but what's that look like? I I probably go once a week. It's I'm obsessed Mm -hmm. with it. I'm super Mm -hmm. into fly fishing and we have, I have a little private stretch of property that's fenced off on a river. So I take my boys all the, all the time. So it's, it's my passion. I'm in Idaho. Mm -hmm. It's uh it's everywhere. So we put up antelope lines a couple Mm of days ago. We'll be antelope archery hunting. Uh, We'll be fly fishing. We'll be, I got a bird dog. Mm -hmm. So uh, bird hunting. It's a little different in Idaho, but that's just kind of, yeah. I've got a bird dog too, but she doesn't know how to hunt. I got a, uh, a Weimaraner, <laughs> oh, yeah. but she's yeah. terrible. She's terrible at hunting. She was bred for show. So she didn't know what to do. Yeah. And she's a city girl. So it doesn't, yeah. doesn't uh, add up to uh, what kind of dog do you have? I have a German short hair pointer. Yeah. So. Yeah. Same, same, uh, similar. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. They're, they're an interesting breed. Yeah. Uh, and so you mentioned you had a property as well. That's, that's yours that you're able to, to do some of that on. Yes. Yeah. Yep. When it's so, when you, when were you able to uh, purchase that? So that one, I, it was with my family. It's about an hour away on a on a on a pretty crazy cool river. We have we have purchased. My wife's a real estate agent. Oh, good. So that's that's really helped us early on. I think every dollar I've made, we haven't really lived large, and yeah. there's nothing against living large, but we don't have a huge house, big mm-hmm. brand new cars, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just mm-hmm. we've kind of really saved, and we've. We actually own both our buildings that yep. we own, and then we own a few other rentals. So we have, we now have, you know, millions of dollars that we own in real estate yep. and uh, really grinding now so I can enjoy life uh, a little bit later. Well, yeah, you know, that real estate's going to really do a lot for you down the road. There's, there's no doubt about that. So it's a, a wise investment. And I, and I just wanted to bring some of that up because I think some people have a false kind of assumption that if you're going to uh, have a, a really nice free lifestyle and not being overworked, uh, you're not going to make any money to be able to to grow your investment, grow your net worth over time. And and there is not a direct correlation to that. I know plenty of chiropractors that uh, work a fair amount, work strategically, have a lot of fun and are doing just fine financially. And so I wanted to make sure we, we spotted light of that. And, you know, again, 
financial freedom is different to everybody, right? All right. We got a new special from Cairo specific for modern chiropractic marketing listeners. You are going to get 15% off your monthly subscription for your first year with ChiroUp. And with ChiroUp, you're going to have access to condition-specific patient reports with online and mobile access, best practices protocols for over 100 conditions with video tutorials, clinic dashboard with key practice stats and outcomes, and auto-generated MD initial and release summaries, plus much more. And uh, I think it's a great supplement to your overall content marketing strategy. And all you need to do is go check out them at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash and you can get 15% off for a full year. And if you do that and you email me, Kevin at modern I will uh, throw in a 30 minute consult call with you uh, to go over how you can utilize some of this to supplement your content marketing to help grow your practice. So check that out at bit.ly, B I T dot L Y slash Cairo up MCM as in modern chiropractic marketing. Check that out for 15% off your yearly subscription. Right. Exactly. I mean, I know guys that do it differently than kind of the philosophy that you're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. And they do way better than, than me. You know, they're mm-hmm. just, they're grinders. They're working mm-hmm. five, six days a week. That's what makes them happy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because, right. you know, the reality of it is Jacob is they, they would probably be miserable fishing, right? They would be miser- yeah. miserable, miserable <clears throat> doing coaching or whatever. Right. Like I, I kind of goes back to like being true to yourself. This isn't an episode that says everybody needs to do what you and I are trying to do. You just got to be true to yourself. And if that is the grind and, and do very well and dominate, or maybe you're just, you know, like if you're in a, a very hustle and bustle area, like a San Francisco, there's almost no way around it. So there's definitely uh, different nuances to this. And so it's not cut and dry, but uh, I do think everybody, no matter what can find a little bit better balance, right? Like I know a lot of chiropractors that have cut Fridays off their schedule. And so they, they hit it hard for four days straight, Monday through Thursday, and then they legit take three days off, which is nice. I mean, how many people outside of, say, chiropractic have three-day weekends, right? It's it's, it's not as common. And we, we get in our echo chambers and say, oh, yeah, I got Wednesdays off or I got Fridays off. Most of my buddies I graduated with from undergrad, they're working 60, 70 hours a week, making okay money, nice money. But it's a Monday through Friday slog until 5, 6 p.m., right? So uh, it's pretty cool what we can do. And the reality of it is, is you usually can see the same amount of people in four days as you can five. And that's for sure. Yeah. That's the, the to be surprised if anyone's out there, if you, when I did cut off the four from mm-hmm. five to four, you'd be surprised that they'll still come see you. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to drop your numbers that much to, yep. to reduce, to reduce a day, whether it be a Wednesday yeah. or a Friday. So, and then what happens is if you do, if you can't fit all those people in four and you, and let's just assume you're running your practice the right way where there's enough margin to do it, you know, you can hire someone uh, yeah. to handle that extra load and be open five days, just maybe you're not, or some people split it up differently where they've got you know, they're open five days, but you know, they, they treat patients two and a half days. Uh, they got half days off on Tuesday, Thursday, and they're playing golf or something like that. So there's a lot of ways you can slice this, but I think the moral of the story is you can do a lot in, a, in less amount of days because we just, I think we have to, right? Because it's such a physical job 
And it's not even just the physicality of it. It's also the mental part of it. You know, there's a, there's a lot of talking we have to do, right? Uh, you seem like you might be an introvert like myself. And, and so like, I, I guess I fall into the ambivert where it's like, I can turn it on and be an extrovert, but I'm a introvert by nature. And so after a long ass day of talking to 25, 30 different people, yeah, you get pretty tired and worn out. Uh, and then the mental thinking of challenging cases, and then you add the physical to it, you can get burnt out really quick. And so have you found being able to have those big breaks throughout the week really helps refresh you for the days you're, you are working? Absolutely. If I didn't have that day and my, you know, I'm so thankful my wife lets me do it, but mm -hmm. if I can go fish for a day and come back like super recharged. Yeah. Um, and I have, I felt like I'd burned out quite a bit in my short little career, mm -hmm. uh, even recently where yeah. you got all these extra things, um, especially if you got things outside of work going on and then mm -hmm. you just, you know, it, yeah. it, it, especially sports chiropractors, right? Cause we're yeah. doing a little bit more soft tissue work, mm -hmm. spend a little bit more time with patients. I, I think the notes get a little bit more complicated, so mm -hmm. it can just be, it can, it can burnouts really, really common. I think, or, yeah. you know, at least I have. And so you have to have a release uh, for sure. Yeah. So I, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, one is, is do you do a good job of, and if so, how do you do it? How do you get your mind off of work when you're trying to enjoy yourself on a day off with your kids or hunting or fishing, things like that? Or is it, is it still? Well, that I, I love fly fishing so much because mm -hmm. it's so technical. You have to, you have to like, just let everything go. And then you're mm -hmm. going somewhere without cell service and you're, you're grabbing rocks underneath the water and you're looking mm -hmm. at different insect lights and you're tying different flies and you're trying to match the hatch or what's underneath. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's the one thing. It makes it pretty easy just to, I'm taking my kids and just, you just decompress and it's, it's everything else is gone. And then obviously when I'm driving back <laughs> from the yeah. river and all that work stuff's kind of like, oh mm -hmm. crap, I got this and this and this and this and this. But, yeah. um, but I feel like when I come back and it, and it's more things than just fly fishing for me, it, I usually take one trip a year to Mexico mm -hmm. um, with my family. It seems like when I come back, I'm charged and I'm ready to go. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. And just so much more productive. So, um, for me, it's, it's, it's easy to let it go. And then as it, as it comes back, then all the stress returns from that vacation. Perfect. Next question. Where do you see yourself progressing in say five years? Like wh where's your, your ideal situation? If you're not already in it, that's hard to say. I just, I just read your post like a couple minutes ago about your, your plan on stepping out completely. I, I love treating. So mm -hmm. I feel like working, you know, three days a week, it, it depends on how it goes mm -hmm. and how I think how this new office that we're building goes, I could see myself step, stepping out completely and just managing. So that would be my dream, mm -hmm. even though I'm pretty conflicted because I, I love treating. Um, yeah. I love, so I'm sure I'd always be like the cover doc and, mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that, but hopefully in five years, I'm out of it completely pay, you know, have like a pay structure where the doctors are paid really well. And they're just kind of managing mm -hmm. uh, the clinics at that point with the office manager, obviously. So that sounds fun. You know, that's kind of where I'm at. My, what's really guiding me is, is I want freedom of location and, and freedom of, of, of a schedule. Right. And, and again, I'm not going to be someone ever. It's just not in my DNA to be relaxing a lot and not working a lot. I always be doing that, but I wanted to do it on my terms. I really enjoy creating 
and and I have an opportunity to do that in the situation I'm in. So that's what's helping me with that. Now, you know, like for instance, I I treat patients twice a week now, and so I'm already part time with that. But my days are still busy. You know, like today is not a patient care day, but I'll be working from uh, 9 a.m. until about. 2:30 p.m. today. Three different podcasts, uh, a couple coaching calls, creating some things, and so it's just a different animal for sure. But I could do a lot of that from from wherever. And so one of my family goals, when we have one child now, our goal is to have two. Whenever that second one is probably about four years old, we want to start doing six week summer trips, different destination, but actually immerse into those areas. Um, and really understand and get the, the, to enjoy the culture. And so that's part of our uh, family plan and, and we're working towards that, but it's going to take a lot of work. I'll be doing a lot to put good people around me like you are. And so I want to, I want to wrap it up with, with one question. It, it, you know, if you're speaking to a chiropractor, that's looking to really free themselves up a little bit more, what were a couple of things that you were able to do? I know you've talked about hiring good people, but what, what could you recommend for them to at least start the process of being able to have a really strong uh, work-life balance? Yeah, that's, that's a difficult <laughs> question. That's the golden, It <laughs> is. that's a million dollar question. Well, how did you go from full-time to, to part-time? What was that? What did that look like? Was that an associate hire? Was it a CA? Yeah, I did some percentage hires and I uh, felt like some of them worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, I, I think being so transparent in, in what you're trying to do mm-hmm. you know, when you bring someone in like, Hey, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I want you to do. Yeah. Uh, it helps. But yeah, I think it, it, I think, I think that's, I don't know for you, but for me, that was brutal. This process of, of backing out mm-hmm. and finding, finding that, that, and, and, and I think you have to do it at the right time. If you're not busy enough. If you're not making enough money and you try to do it, it's going to be hard. But if you're, for sure. if you, if you have a, like, if you're turning away patients mm-hmm. a lot, then that, you know, cause you're just, you're just too booked, then that's probably a good sign that it's time to bring someone in. Yep. And then I would say slowly do it. There might be someone really good in the next town mm-hmm. over that needs yep. the work extra day. I've done stuff like that. I've had percentages a lot of, a lot of people working back and forth. And so, you know, for me, the percentage thing didn't work out great. We mm-hmm. just gave someone a really good salary and say, Hey, come work. And then, Perfect. and then that was for me, that was the easiest way to just, uh, the crazy thing. If you, if you, in my opinion, mm-hmm. if you pay someone, how you pay someone, you you get what you pay for, in my opinion. Yep. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you find someone really quality and pay them, they actually may increase your business versus yep. if you go cheap, you actually may lose money down the road, whether it be the percentage system where you're not busy enough, things like that. So mm-hmm. it, I think you got to work on, work on your business, like all the stuff that you've been, been, you know, awesome with your podcast, showing everyone all the SEO stuff, the marketing stuff. And then once your business is just exploding, then you really pay someone really, really well to, to take your place and try to maintain that quality of care the same as you would. Yeah. And it's like that saying goes, is like the pig gets fed and the hog gets slaughtered. Right. And so that, that is true. I've definitely put some good people around me to make this happen. And, and I'll just kind of summarize it. I think where you need, what I've done at least is reverse engineer from there because everybody's situation is different. You know, you mentioned your wife's a real estate agent. Every chiropractor out there has got a different family scenario. So you could be in a 
a situation where your significant other makes a very good living. And so there's two good incomes coming in. You could be in a situation where your significant other is not working. And so you're the only income. You could be in a situation where you're the only income and you're in a very high cost of living area and you're in a state that's got really crappy insurance reimbursement. That's a trickier situation, right? For me, the way it worked out was I was able to continue to reverse engineer it. And as more revenue was coming in from say modern chiropractic marketing and, and CSA, we were able to make the family decision for my wife to stop working and raise our kids. So that was a big financial leap. And then once we digested that and moved on from it and more revenue was coming in from that and, and the practice was growing, I was able to say, okay, I could probably take a little bit of a haircut on my chiropractic pay and go down to part-time. And then once we digested that and, and looked at the next step, it says, okay, I can probably, if I need to, I've got resources to where if I step out of patient care and revenue tanks for six months, I can handle that. I can weather that storm. I can take another haircut on paying myself or we've got financial backing to do it. And so everybody's different with what their variables are. So you got to put all of that into the hopper and be able to say, yes, this is what my personal life needs from my chiropractic income. And then once you're able to do that, and then you can say, yeah, I can, you know, work a little bit less and still make that or, or whatever. And you can make those decisions. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I think you got to be able to make money. You know, I think at one point I didn't pay myself for six months to mm -hmm. try to get things going. So mm -hmm. it's not for everyone. If, if yeah. it, you are in the, that situation where you can pay yourself for a while without, um, and, and survive, then yeah. this, this definitely would, would, would help. But yeah, everything you said is 150%. Yeah. Maybe, you know, put your, put an opportunity fund into it. That's what I've done. I've got a, an account that's separate from my emergency uh, savings for the business and it's called opportunity fund. And, and the opportunity that presents for me right now is to, in 11 months from now, stop treating patients and weather that storm. Now, that opportunity for the audience could be taking Fridays off, put a little bit of money aside in case it does have a little bit of a downswing for a couple of months, uh, whatever that is. So the opportunity could just be your freedom, right? And it sounds like you took that opportunity and now you've got on the other side of it and, and things sound like they're going good for you. Uh, yep, absolutely. Perfect. I, I, I really appreciate your time today, Jacob. If someone wanted to reach out to you and ask any questions uh, regarding this topic, how can they find you? We have a, a Facebook page and social media page. Usually if people message those, I'll see it prime sports. And then my email is Jacob at primesportsmed.com. I would love to help anyone out that has any, any questions. And like I said, I feel like Kevin's been a mentor of me just looking at him. I, you know, when I first started I, or I can't remember years ago, I was looking mm -hmm. at you and your in your podcast and bringing people on. I even watched the last parts of the last episode. I was flying to Cincinnati and mm -hmm. download the book. And so we all got to have mentors, people we look, look up to, you know, for me, Kevin and some of these other guys uh, were, were my mentors and would love to help any of the young guys out. Jacob at primesportsmed.com. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the modern chiropractic marketing show. 
Before you leave, make sure you check out our website. We've got blogs and podcasts and all kinds of great info at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. We also have a closed Facebook group of the same name where a lot of like-minded chiropractors are workshopping ideas and making sure that we have this continual advancement of marketing, business, mindset, and just growth of your practice. So check us out, modernchiropracticmarketing.com and the Facebook group of the same name.